was raised by the wolves. All right, folks, we're back with another edition of the Red and White Podcast. I'm your host, Evan. The podcast, Hunger Games, continue. Next up on the chopping block is Matt Coe from Red Solo Sports Pod. You can follow Matt on Twitter at underscore Matt Coe, C-O-E. Matt, let's just get started here. This game, state led for 38 minutes of this game. Didn't score a field goal in the final eight minutes. How are you feeling right now? Uh, uh, piss is, is probably a, uh, not harsh enough word. Um, so I have a tradition. I always drink old toughies when watching NC state play, whether it be basketball or football and, uh, they taste great, you know, but after that game, they taste really bitter. Um, they, uh, they looked really bad in that last 10 minutes, really disappointed in them, um, because they played so well up to that point um that first half was some of the best basketball that i've seen them play this year and that's without forcing turnovers if you go back on the game um they only forced nine turnovers on on clemson and nc state standards that's not very good and so the fact that they didn't even turn the ball over that much and still played that well in the first half really says something about this team um I think for me, the problem started with the DJ Funderburk um, corner jump shot. I think it was about 15 or 20 feet out with 10 seconds to go on the shot clock. Um, from there, it, it really just depleted the whole way through. Uh, Devin Daniels, multiple turnovers back to back to back. Uh, Cam Hayes. Um, I actually cover Cam Hayes back when he was at GDS. I, I call their games. And um, I got to meet him, talk to him. He's a great guy, and and I'm. It's it's awesome to see him play for NC State. But that was a freshman turnover. That that wasn't really Cam, but but that was more so a freshman turnover. Um, so he'll learn from that. But Devin Daniels, you're a senior, and and the way he played was was not senior basketball. Um, yeah, it was just really disappointing uh, to, to see them blow the lead and blow the game. And albeit, I'm sure we'll get into the refs a little bit later, but I'm not going to blame the refs for, for us losing that game. We lost it ourselves, but the phantom fouls late, uh, the phantom fifth foul on Jericho, it just, it was the perfect storm in that last 10 minutes and, and we blew it. So, yeah, I will say this about the refs. I think they were equally inconsistent across the board. We had some times where, uh, the makeup call on Sims, or right? he pushed uh, Daniels down, and then you know they can't call foul on that. They reviewed it, and then two seconds later they call some you know nonsense on him. I think they're equally bad both ways. I do agree that last foul against Helms was was garbage. The guy was reaching in. He does what anybody does when you reach in. He's, you know, put put your arm up to defend it. So you're supposed to do right. And the, and he didn't even he didn't even um, extend the arm either. If he if he would have yeah, extended the arm, that makes sense, you know. But he he yeah. barely even bumped into him. Um, yeah, I, I, to me, the most disappointing part is the way Devin Daniels played at the end of the game. I don't. Th- I think more often than not, you're going to get more out of Devin Daniels, but he was really bad right there. And I think the good outweighs the bad in almost you know ninety percent times when he's on the floor. Now I understand that he's frustrating to watch. Sometimes he plays a little bit 
uh, within himself. Yes. And <laughs> definitely, <laughs> you know, people say it all the time, plays hero ball. I think Keats's offense is predicated on somebody making a play, driving, penetrating. And so he's trying to be that guy. His decision making end of the game. And I said this on Twitter and somebody's like, what are you talking about? You miss Braxton Beverly. Braxton at the end of the game doesn't turn that ball over three times. You're right? absolutely Braxton right. At the end of the game, it settles them down. And I think, you know, that's what they were missing. And, you know, he, while, while it's weird to say that, but just because Braxton is not the guy you think of, but I think at the at that game you want a senior there. You want somebody who's always performed well against Clemson as well. Braxton has notoriously played well against Clemson. Yeah. So I think, you know, having him in that situation really helps. But, you know, it is what it is. I left this game, and I'm actually not super frustrated. I'm frustrated we lost, right? But the outcome aside, State goes down to Little John, five-point dogs. They play – against a legitimate ACC title contending Clemson team. Like this Clemson team's legit and they beat them most of this game. Now they didn't finish. This team needs to learn how to finish and learn how to win in my opinion. But I think I can take away a little bit more from this than I can uh, some of the other games. And I, I really think that this shows it, that our team is legit, right? We made Clemson – Clemson look bad because we made them look bad. It's not because – they're a bad team. They're a good team. <laughs> we own them most of this game. Honor shoots lights out. He's not going to do that every time. I, I feel really good about this team, which is weird considering they just lost this game. I just think the the way they lost it and the things that they got out of it were a bit too many anomalies. And if things start coming together, this team starts coming together a little bit better. The, you know, they're looking at 16 and 4, 15 and 5. I think that's that's legit putting you towards the top of this league. Um Okay, so I love everything you said. I think you're absolutely right. Um, I I will disagree in, in the sense that I, I'm very frustrated. I'm probably going to have a noise complaint <laughs> in my apartment after tonight, um, just because. Now, now, if you if you listen to my episode that I dropped uh, a couple hours before the um, podcast, or I mean, for before the game, excuse me, um, I actually had NC State losing this game, seventy six. I think I said seventy six to sixty eight or seventy four to sixty eight. Um, so pretty close, you know, but um, so, so it's not like I can say I'm shocked that we lost. Um, I'm just shocked in the in, in the sense of how we lost because there there was a, a chance that that we really could have won this game. And and had we won this game, um, not only are we ranked, not only are we ranked inside the top 20, um, probably closer to 18, 19, but still um, – and and not only are we taken serious, and I think that th- this is is one of those culture changing games. Um, I want people to look at us and say, you know, damn, we got to play NC State today, as opposed to, you know, we got to play NC State, whatever. Um, and, and and I think that this game was a, was a culture game. Had we won it, um, because good teams win this game, and and good teams don't blow this game in in the fashion that we did. Um, because let's be honest, Clemson didn't beat us; we beat ourselves. Um, you know, yeah, you're right. You know, honor had, had probably the game of his career. He shot eight of 11, five from six from the three. I mean, good God, um, 21 points off the bench, but I'm just, I'm just so impressed. I will, I, there is some good that came out of this game. And the good is that we kept Amir Sims to three of 11. Um, now yeah. two of those shots that he made was, um, you know, in overtime, big shots. And that's unfortunate. Um, but the fact that we 
and and let's be let's be real. Like Amir Sims could win ACC Player of the Year. He's playing like it, and Clemson is a very good team. You're absolutely right. I was high on Clemson going into the season. I didn't think that they'd be this good, but yeah, they're pretty damn good. And that's without one of their best players, John Newman, who went zero for three, zero points, only one rebound, one assist. Like he didn't even have a good game. So it's um it's frustrating, you know, because like this this is a game that we gave up and. Like you said, if Braxton was in there, Braxton doesn't turn that ball over three times in a row. If Braxton's in there, I feel more confident. Um, I, I don't know about you, but when I watch Devin Daniels play, he has these moments where when he puts up a shot, you you go, oh, no, 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 no. And then he makes it like, oh, yes, yes, yes. You know, and and it's just it's a constant um, battle between being a fan of Devin Daniels, you know, loving and hating him. Um, I thought Cam played great up until you know, that obvious really bad turnover. Um, Shaquille, I'm not shocked by Shaquille playing this well. Shaquille is is very underrated. He was underrated out of high school. Um, he had 10 boards, three assists, seven points. That was great. And um, I was excited to see Shaquille and Cam play together. I've been waiting to see that all year, and they finally did, and I thought they looked great together. And, um, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of good to come out of this for sure. Uh, but – you know, had you won, that's just, you know, that, that step closer to, you know, proving yourself. Um, so I, I definitely have a bitter taste in my mouth. Yeah. You know, I understand that. I think going back to what you started with that, yeah, this game, people take you a little bit more seriously, right? I mean, I get that. I guess I've been a Wolfpack fan too long to know that's not the case. And you're not going to the respect you deserve. You hit the nail on the head there. <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those things, man. And so, you know, it, I get it, right? It's disappointing to lose this game. It's, you know, they when they really they were in control the whole time. And it shouldn't even gone to but, overtime, let's be honest. Like, if, yeah, if I we mean, don't throw that, that ball away. It makes that, you know. Yeah, well, that guy makes a jump hook that rattles off up in the rim. Like, it's... There's a couple of plays here that just don't normally happen. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I, it's just, it's hard. I feel, I feel it's hard for me to beat myself up over this game because I think in the end, it's, you know, it's not that big a deal. And I think they, it's disappointing. I, I get it, right? I want to win these games. I want to beat these teams. I want to be perceived as good. But I, at this point, I really don't care what other people think about it. Like, just go out there and win. It's what they have been doing. I feel better after this game than I did the St. Louis game, right? This team is getting better. There's some mistakes. I mean, Devin Daniels played loose at the end. Why did Keats call a timeout when Shaq's going for the layup? I don't, I don't understand that. Yeah. You know, there's some, there were some weird things that happened in this game. And I think they'll all get better for it. They, they need to learn how to win. They need to learn how to close the game. Right. Just not, not scoring in the last eight minutes is – yeah, you know, that's super disappointing. Yeah, I, I think we went. What was it? Um, I think we we made one shot, um, and then we went like what six or seven minutes without a field goal. Um, I, I can't remember exactly who was the last shot or how long we went without scoring, but it was it was a big drought. And Clemson, you know, they capitalized. Yeah, they did, and that's <clears throat> we didn't. I, you know, you expect your senior guards in that situation to, you know, do better. Right. Yeah. And Daniels didn't Braxton wasn't in. And then you got, you know, Shaq, Allen, Cam wasn't on the floor. 
But you know, and you know, that's another thing. That's another thing. Came. Let me let me ask yeah. you about that. What do you think of um, you know Cam not being on the floor after three awful and they were awful turnovers by Devin Daniels? Um, were you surprised to see uh, Cam not even make an appearance on the court there late, or did you kind of expect that because yeah. he's a freshman? <clears throat> well, you're not going to take Devin Daniels off the floor at that time, right? Keats is going to live or die with Daniels as he should, right? He's the best player on, on the team. He's going to make some mistakes. What I uh, question – I don't know, but – No argument there. <laughs> and what I question, though, is is Cam Hayes. Like, Keats, I'm not sure he trusts him in the moment yet. Right. But he should be on the floor maybe instead of Thomas Allen. Thomas Allen has, has really struggled. Oh, dude, and I'm kidding. You know, I think – you put Cam Hayes out there. Look, Cam had a bad turnover at the end of the game too, but you put Cam Hayes in there, and I think he settles things down a little bit. He's got that—I don't know what it is—like the he—he's very in control, right? He's got that that very under pressure. Seems to be very chill. He's—he's uh, he's got that to him, that little trait of, and I think that might have settled them down and maybe not pushed so hard. But I would like to see Cam Hayes. A little bit more there. Thomas Allen's got to earn it, man. And right now he has been struggling. Yeah. And I think that um, going into the season, Thomas Allen was that that wild card. He was the guy that um, was the Devin Daniels when Devin Daniels wasn't on the floor. Um, he was the guy that can score inside, outside, um, that gritty, you know, hard kind of player. And um, he just hasn't been this season. You know, he only had two points, one of four shooting, oh, from three, oh, or zero, sorry, zero for three from the three. Um, just, I, I don't know. I, I know that he can score. I I've, I, I've seen it and it just hasn't been there this year. Um, you know, covering cam Hayes at GDS, he, he has that stop and pop right, right around the free throw line. Um, yeah. he has that stop and pop shot. He's got that down to a T that is, that is his bread and butter. That's his go-to shot. And I think in a situation where it's overtime, you have to, you have to hit your shots. You have to be perfect. And, and you have to score and you have to score quick, you know, get a guy like Cam that's confident in his shot and can hit that shot 10 times out of 10 rather than a Thomas Allen who's been struggling. Um, you know, going back to Devin Daniels, he, I think he has he has the ability to be the best player on the team, but I think this team needs to live through DJ Funderburg. Um, I, I, I will say <laughs> that three-pointer by DJ Funderburg. As it was going in, I'm yelling at the top of my lungs, you know, no, or or why. I'm just like, no, God, yeah. you know, and he finally makes it. He finally makes a three. And I think that's the one piece in his game that it, that is missing. If he can start knocking those down, um, we're talking about not only one of the best, you know, big men in the ACC, you know, maybe, you know, in the nation, um, the tandem of him and Manny Bates, the defense from Bates, the offense from from Funderburg, the footwork from Funderburg. I just think that that's such a good one-two punch, um, you know. And and I think I speak for all NC State fans. Devin Daniels plays a lot of solo, ISO, <laughs> lack for better term, right. ball hog type of play. Um, and 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 especially from a senior, and that's just the part that kills me the most because he is a senior. You would like to see your senior say, you know what, I'm not having my best game right now. Maybe I did well in the first half, but right now I'm not playing well. Let me get my other guys involved. And I know that's asking a lot. You know, yeah. it's it's asking a lot because he's not a point guard. He's not a, a facilitator. So, 
Yeah, I agree. I think that's always been the area that people want him to grow the most is, you know, distribute. You, you get into the lane so well most of the time, right? He's in control most of the time, but he doesn't make his teammates better, what you look for from your guards. And I think that's, uh, yeah, I mean, I think everybody kind of feels that way. With DJ, you're right. At the end of the game, even those last like 10 minutes, Keats has got to say, hey, settle down, get the ball to DJ. Sims has four fouls. Like, just yes, bang it exactly. in there. Let him go. Like, get him to the line. He was nine for nine from the line. Get him in there. You get the ball into him. I think that's on Keats to say, dudes, you know, settle down. Get this ball to DJ. Let's move, let's move it around, get it inside. Because that that freshman wasn't going to guard DJ. And then if Sims comes back in the game, gets his fifth foul, it's a ball game. But they didn't get it in there. They got sloppy with it. I'm not sure what they were doing. I, I agree with you. That that end of that game should have run through DJ. He was having a really good game. Yeah, he was having a great game. 20 points, um, seven boards. You know, um, I will say I, I wanted to see something from Manny. I feel like he had a really silent um, seven points. I, I just think that he, he could have been more – of a contributor on the offensive side because he is just so big. And um, like you said, Sims had had four fouls. I mean, dude, he shot 0 for 6 from the three, uh, you know, and this is a guy that can hit three. So the fact that we we held him in check the entire game, um, it's it's just frustrating. Well, the thing, yeah, the thing with Manny is he uh, he's got to learn to play with fouls. Yeah, I think in this game he saw it especially. He had four fouls at the end of the game, and he starts, I don't know, get, I'm not going to say getting soft, but not being as passive maybe. Yeah, maybe too passive, right? Especially in overtime, right? Just block the shot. Go for it. <laughs> play some defense. We know you can. Get your fifth foul. <laughs> yeah, get your fifth foul and, and deal with it, right? At that point, you, you can't be playing conservative just to stay in the game. I think part of that, he'll have to learn to do that. Keats has got to coach him up to do that. I think – you know, to me, Keats' strategy has probably influenced that a little bit. If a guy gets two fouls, he pulls them no matter what, right? And he did it with Devin Daniels in the last game. And I really question that because Daniels ended the game with two fouls, right? He played the rest of the second half and didn't get a foul. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a really weird strategy. He's got to learn to figure that out. But I wonder how much of that has played off into Manny because – he got that fourth foul, and he just became a statue. He wasn't helping. He wasn't aggressive rebounding. He just hesitated to really do a whole lot. I thought that was strange. Yeah, you know, and and I think Keats is learning. Um, I, I I know because I was one of those fans. I was very frustrated at Keats when we got swept by Carolina last year. But yeah. I, I think I speak for state fans in general when I say Keats is growing. I think I think we're seeing Keats. He is not the same coach he was in his first year. Um, where he was basically relying on Al Freeman. Um, yeah, it, it, it just it, it, I can I can see it, but at the same time he's still making those questionable. You know, like you know what are you what are you doing? You know, you you need a ball handle in there, so you go with your 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 guard and Devin Daniels rather than Shaquille or you know um, Cam Hayes. I mean, I'm a, I'm a little disappointed in the fact that Cam only had one assist. Um, Seeing that as, as he's a kind of guy to get everybody more involved, um, I know everybody loves Shaquille, and I love Shaquille. I got to see him in person. He, him, and Josh Hall—they were awesome together. They were awesome at Raven Prep. Um, it, it's it's great to see. But I, I I warn people of this. 
and I feel like I'm seeing it um, unfold before my eyes. I told people, you know, you got to give Cam a little bit of time. He, he's he's going to take he's a project, but but I promise you it's going to pay off because, yeah, Shaquille defends and, and yeah, Shaquille is clutch and he dunks and he's fun. And he's flashy and he has these great plays. But 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 Cam has to be the point guard. Cam has to be the guy. And I and I think that that Keats knows that. And I think the state the state fans know that they're just not aware of it just yet. I, I think that um, Shaquille has played great up to this point. I mean that block he had in the um, the regular. I mean, holy crap, man! I, I just I'm not shocked, man. He's he's incredible. Um, but but state fans, I promise you, don't give up on Cam. I promise he is legit in every single fashion, in every single way. He just he's he's got to learn through the mistakes, and I think maybe that's why Keats sat him the rest of the way, make it you know, a hard lesson. Um, I, I don't know. Well, I just the- I take Keats as a as a type of guy to play his best five, whether it be, you know, last season he would sit Markel or he would sit DJ best five go out there. And I just don't think in the last five minutes of the game, the overtime Devin Daniels was one of the best five. So. Yeah. I, I, you can make that argument. It wasn't his best game. (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to take my chances with Devin Daniels in those situations. Right. Just because more often than not, he's not going to, he's not going to play that shitty. Right. Yeah, he played really bad. Yeah, he's not going to do that very often. I agree with Cam. I, I think most people are fully on board the Cam Hayes train, and you got to understand that ACC guards, freshman guards, don't come in and have that immediate impact that often. Right? Absolutely. There's some guys that come in that yeah, you know, they're, they're top ten guys, and they come in they and they show why they're top ten guys. Cam's a good player. He's top one hundred player. You know, he's good. But he's a freshman. He's gonna and Keats is gonna let him learn. Keats is going to probably try to, you know, I don't know, temper his uh, exposure to this. Right? He's not just gonna throw him to the wolves. That's just not what Keats does. So, you know, he's gonna let him learn from that turnover at the you know the last five minutes. I still think he's I think he's good enough. And you know, when Braxton's not there, you, you put somebody like him who's level headed in the game. And I think. Yeah, your outcome becomes a little bit different because Daniels is not trying to force it so much. So, yeah, um, yeah. I, I will say um, I thought the bench for Clemson uh, just played, a, you know, that much better. Um, State only played eight guys. Sebron barely got in. I think he had that what one foul, and then he checked out, and never came back. Um, yeah, you know, I, I guess for me is like, where is uh, Dewana? I, I, I really. I like what he brings to the table and the fact that Keats just, I mean, he's, he's burying him and I do mean burying him. He, he is non-existent on this team. So I, I don't know. I know that he's resemblance of, of Manny Bates, but the fact that maybe he wasn't used or, or a different guard wasn't used. It's just, I, I don't know. I, it, it's, it's weird, obviously to see Keats play with only eight guys. Um, I thought well. Uh, so I'll say this about Duana. He was one of the ones held out for the protocol, so you don't know how that affected him, right? But at the same time, here's the real deal with Sebron, Gibson, Duana, and I don't know, probably Ferrar. There's another one I'm, I'm forgetting that was playing, but those guys are they're not ready yet. They're freshmen ish, you know. Sebron's redshirt freshman. They're skinny. They're not good. They're not good enough, right? They got some time earlier in games against lesser opponents, and 
you know, whatever. But I don't expect them to play very often. I think I expect Keats to run with nine and, you know, whatever starting five is, and then some combination of uh, the guys that played off the bench with, with Braxton. So, yeah. And I mean, that ninth would have been Braxton. So, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, definitely. I, I just think that the bench for uh, Clemson came up big when they needed to uh, PJ Hall, um, you know, those crazy, that that block on Shaquille where he got all up in his face, I, I don't really understand it because up to that point he really hadn't done anything. Um, yeah, it was. I think it was him that that made that just circus shot um, at the end that just you know bounced off the rim ten feet in the air and you know swished back yeah. in. So I mean, it's just towards the end. And I'll tell you, I'm I'm a, I'm a diehard state fan. You know, I I want to work for NC State. I love NC State. I bleed NC State red. Um, I've, I've witnessed a lot of bad games. I've witnessed a lot of heartbreaks. I've, I've witnessed my fair share, you know, and, and I'll, I'll be honest with you. Um, this game was the one game that I wanted to turn off just w- like really early, you know, and, and, and let it be known that I watched that 24 point game against Virginia tech. I watched that four times. Okay four times and i wanted to turn this game off that's how frustrated i was at the end (laughs) (laughs) so well i i don't know man i i i am not that frustrated it's it's funny how people's perspectives are different you know but uh yeah to each their own i just i I don't think they were that awful um no they weren't they weren't it's just that 10 minutes man yeah i get being frustrated but at the same time i think uh they're still showing me a lot. They're still. It's not one of those games where I'm trying to think, man. Like going back, like it's not a 24 point Virginia Tech game, right? They didn't. For no, they, term, they, they, they didn't pull a door enough. in and yeah. lay an egg, right? Yeah, no, they they played, they played well enough to win this game. And the and the and like I said, I didn't think that they would win this game going into yeah. it. But the fact that they dominated the way they did in that first half, the way they gelled, the way they closed it out. I mean, I haven't seen that type of NC State basketball, you know, since the the Scott Woods and the CJ Leslie, you yeah. know, and and so the the fact that this team has what it takes to be top echelon of the, of the ACC, a top three or four. I said that their peak was was four. That was their peak going into the season. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, I'll be surprised if they fall out of the top six. I mean, this team is really, really good. Be frustrated, NC State fans, but do not be discouraged. Still believe in this team. Um, but if you're frustrated, I'm, I'm I'm there with you to say the least. <laughs> so yeah. All right. So beyond this game, I know you follow NC NC high school basketball. So let me ask you this. I'm just reading this tweet that I just saw. Mm-hmm. Breon Pass, who's committed to state yep. for next year for guard. Uh, simply incredible on both ends of the floor. He dominated all facets of the game in an impressive manner without forcing anything. Final stats, 44 points on 13 for 20 shooting, 13 rebounds, four assists, five blocks, two steals. What do you know about Breon Pass? Um, basically, uh, in, in one word, how to describe Breon Pass is athlete. That that man is a freakish athlete. Um, he... He is let let it be known. He he could have played at NC State for football. All right, this is this is a guy that is a multi-sport type of talent. You know, um, decided to go with basketball, but he can score inside. He can score outside. He's a guy like Shaquille. 
you know, a guy that's a three star. But because he didn't commit to, and I'm I'm not trying to be biased and 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 hate on the blue bloods, but because he didn't commit to a blue blood, he's having to scratch and claw and fight for that fourth star. I promise that's you. Funny, guys, yeah. Go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. I was gonna say it's funny that uh, when I was talking to James Henderson a few weeks back, and we talked exactly about that. Right, the guys get the they get the bump when they select one of those schools because that's where they that's how they make their money. Absolutely. So. Yeah, you know, Shaq Moore is the same. Shaq Moore is the same thing. There's no way you could watch him in high school and think he wasn't one of the top cards around. Yeah. I mean, he, he he's not a shooter, right? That was his knock on him. But <laughs> every like he can shoot. Like, you can see it now. His form's not that bad. Yeah, and everything about him, like his game is strong. So yeah, you know, he's a weird. he's a bulldog. He's a bulldog. And and like I said, I got to see him play at GDS uh versus Combine Academy. And if you know Combine Academy, they've got NBA talent. Um just like Moravian Prep, they've got NBA talent. I mean, shout out Josh Hall, you know. Um so so like I said, you know, they're three stars, but I think everybody that knows basketball, that follows basketball, that watches these people's games, they are not three stars. They are four stars. And maybe if they work hard enough, maybe if they make that extra jump, they could be even fringe five stars. Who knows? But to to sit here and call Breon Pass a three star is just not doing your homework. Um, you know, when Josh Hall decommitted from NC State and decided to go pro, you know, he jumped up 17 spots. And this is a guy that everybody deemed five star, you know, since he since he committed. Um you know, I think I, I, I could be wrong on this. Uh, I, I could be wrong, but I think it was Puff Johnson for Carolina when he committed. Um, he rose 55 spots, which is just an astronomical jump. I could be wrong on the name. I, I will say that. I'll admit to that. But I, I think it was Puff Johnson. He committed to Carolina and bumped up 55 spots. So whatever. But, you know, like I said, you, you watch you watch guys like Shaquille. You watch guys like Breon. And you know. You know what I'm saying? You know, these guys are not three stars. I promise you guys. And I, and I said it, I tweeted this out and, and I meant it when I said it, Shaquille Moore and Cam Hayes by their junior year will be the best backcourt in the ACC. And the fact that their backups are going to be Breon Pass, who is just an athlete and a freak. And then you got what? Six, 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 seven, uh, Sebron as a backup. That's your backups. Yeah. I mean, KBT. come on now. Turquavion Smith. I mean, Turquavion. Holy crap. I forgot all about Turquavion. The freaking, you know, buckets. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the future is bright. The future is good. The future, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And I feel like for NC State fans, there's been a, a very dark tunnel <laughs> for years. Um, you know, and so as I'm sitting here watching Carolina come back on Miami, just, you know, I just turned it on, dude, the cherry on my freaking night. You know, my girlfriend's, listen, listen to this. This is how my week has gone. My girlfriend is a diehard Kentucky fan. We've been dating for two years. Yeah. And you can imagine, um, all the crap she's been talking. I actually bought us matching, uh, bowl game shirts. Um, because yeah. Right. <laughs> and uh, they came in at the start of the fourth quarter of that bowl game. <laughs> and, uh, you know, she's wearing it all proud and whatnot. And, you know, where, you know, obviously NC State loses. Um, and then I've got, you know, the NC State game on my laptop. She's got the Kentucky game going on against Vanderbilt on the TV. And, and they come back in, in, uh, in crazy fashion. And she's all happy and I'm livid. 
and now I'm watching Carolina, you know, beat Miami. And uh, yeah. Miami just blew this game. Man. Yeah. Beating them yeah. the whole game too. You know, and that's, a, from that, that's the thing, you know, because I, I, I don't know about you, man. I don't know about you, Evan, but I have not been a believer of Miami. Um, I know that they're not Chris Likes and then just a bunch of guys. But let's be honest, they're Chris Likes and a bunch of guys. They they are yeah. they are not this incredible, you know, top six, seven team that everybody deemed them to be. So uh I can't say I'm surprised. Yeah, Miami is not back. Uh right. <laughs> I, I agree with so Pac's got Miami next Saturday. Yep. I think it's a nooner. Um Yep, Saturday that, 12 That's all o'clock. I got for this week. Yeah, I think people well, I think you said it right there at the end there that people people are frustrated right somebody tweeted at me and, and was and was saying you know how can you say that because i said <laughs> you know i don't feel so bad about this case yeah i saw like, your oh, tweet. we've seen yeah. this for so long <laughs> you know we've seen this for so long like if you can't look at this team and notice things are better than they were and going in the right direction then i feel sorry for you because yeah they lost and that sucks and the way they lost sucks but there's a lot of progress happening in this program and i i really like it so you know i'm trying to see the good in this and i think if you can't see that then you're just a spurned state fan yeah and you're not gonna be happy until they win every game i'll tell you what man you're doing a great job you're you're doing a phenomenal job of talking me off this cliff um so (laughs) so kudos to you man because i'll tell you what i was i was like oh i'm gonna get on this pod and 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 i'm i'm gonna stay in nc state you know i'm I'm mad and i'm just gonna go (laughs) off um no you're doing a great job but no, you're absolutely right, man. And and I think I think everybody knows Keats is the guy. It's just that we're just we're just so thirsty for 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 this, you know, that that 80s team to be back and the 70s team to be back. We're just we we know as state fans, we know we're there. It's just about getting My, there. Um Oh. Oh, you might this you, game? You're you might be a second in front of me. No. <laughs> wow. Hold on, here we go. Walker Kessler. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Freaking Andrew Playtech. It's a baseline one. Is that Playtech or Kessler? That was Playtech. Okay. I'm looking from the side. I can't tell whose number. I just see a white guy. It's it's gotta be one of the two. Yeah. Oh my god. All right. Last last question. I do have one more question. Okay, what's up? Was this game a product of the black uniforms? Oh God, you had to go there. Um, <laughs> somebody, somebody asked me. I was like, I don't know, dude. I like okay, so I, I, I think it was you guys that said um, I want an extra large hoodie in this. Um, that was me. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, I, I saw it, and my, my, my face, my jaw just dropped. And they look sick, and they look so good. Um. Yeah, yeah, this is definitely a, a black uniform game. <laughs> yeah. Hang them up. Put them on the hangers. Don't touch them ever again. I know they look amazing. Don't touch them. <laughs> yeah, they, they don't really show as well on TV, which is weird. Yes. So, yes. Okay, so I was red. watching it on my on, on my couch on, on my laptop, so it's it's extra, you know, zoomed out, but I had a hard time being like, is that NC State? Like Cause I'm, I'm panning back, you know, game to game. Um, like I said, I had two games going on at once. So yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I don't think it, 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 uh, it exemplified that NC state red. Um, I guess I, I just really have a question for you. Um, basically coming up on the, you know, next couple of games we're, we're hosting Miami. 
we go to Florida State, and then we host Georgia Tech. You know, can't wait for that one. Um, home against Virginia, and then we go to North Carolina. Is there a chance that we could go maybe four and one? Yeah, certainly. I think that brings you to the halfway point in your eight and eight and two or seven and two, whatever it mm-hmm. was. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I think you're certainly. I think it certainly can. There's nobody in that in that schedule that scares me, and I think this game kind of proves it. You can play with anybody. Uh, you know, there's you can expect some stupid shit, but maybe this was our stupid shit game. Yeah. Right. And maybe you don't blow it to Georgia Tech if they get over the corona. Oh my they're, god! They're yeah. on pause now. That's what we like to do: uh, is blow it against Georgia Tech. Right. <laughs> so I, yeah, it's, it's possible. I, I still feel pretty good about this team. So yeah, I'm going to go with. Yeah, we can get through this four and one. I'm I'm confident, and then you got me feeling confident, so I like it, man. <laughs> well, that's what we do here. I always tell Will this is my podcast therapy. We talk people off the ledge <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes we bring them to the ledge. But, Matt, thanks for joining me. We'll, we'll have you back on. Folks will let me know how you did in the podcast Hunger Games. And uh, if y'all, y'all check them out, follow underscore Matt Co and check out the Red Solo Sports Podcast. Matt, thanks again. Yep. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for having me on. I was raised by the waves.